I don't fuck with eating vegetables, so I drink them. Welcome to the Glass Point Podcast with Rick and Blake. This is episode 13 because we deleted the last episode. We'll talk about it in a second. Whew, we deleted um, it like that person was deleted. Ooh, I from like history. how you did that, man. See where I uh, segued that in? But we're going to tell them about it because we can't just leave them. Can't leave them Dude, hanging. they've been, <laughs> listeners, I know y'all have been waiting for almost a month for us to record something because we're lazy bums. But we're not really lazy. We're actually. Enjoying the holidays, as uh, hopefully all of you were. So happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> a yeah, month we go. <laughs> we recorded an episode. We were deliberating on whether we should post it or not. We we still may, but uh, oh, let's get a vote going. So if y'all want us to release the episode, we'll vote on it. How the fuck do they do that? Email. Us? I can do it. On, I can do it on the on the Instagram. Yeah, but you gotta tell them what it is though. So we did an episode on uh, Jeremy Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it got a little bit... It got a little weird. It just it got, got a weird. little it got, political, man. It's an interesting subject matter. It was a little too political, I thought, for, for my taste as far as our speed goes. Different people <laughs> may have different opinions. Ricky said Ricky didn't think it was that bad, but... I thought we were just... Well, you know, Blake was sober at the time. That, that so. might have been part of it, too. You know, I, I don't think he, he felt good about his performance. Even though it's not performance, <laughs> it's not performance art. It's just, damn, us talking shit. So uh, we'll, we'll figure out how to do that. But this is officially episode 13, guys. And let me see. And, and I actually did a timeline for this. Did so, you? Okay, very I nice. I mean, I just nice. changed the words. <laughs> the, whole the whole timeline. <laughs> but I kind of did it. This subject is actually one I've been, uh, I've been pretty interested in for a while. Um, it almost has vibes from the missing four and one that we did mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know if you got Ooh. that when you um, were doing any research, but no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very missing four and one, which is kind of what drew me to it. Um, it. Or I can't remember if this one drew me. You're all about that missing four one one. Dude, that shit is you, so like, interesting. Stealing people, dude. Maybe. Oh shit! Only old people and and, uh, and the disabled. That, you should say that. <laughs> yeah. no, not uh, stealing young kids for yikes. sure. Um. So yeah. So today we're gonna follow. Oh well, we always follow this same thing because we deleted the last episode. So today, Blake's gonna be cooking a dish the whole time. Essentially, well, actually, he's got it mostly prepared, but yeah, he'll too, talk shit too, about it. Pretty good. And. Uh, we're gonna be touching on uh, diet love pass, right? Did I say that right? Yep. And, incident. And the the diet love pass incident. Diet love pass incident. So it's pretty creepy as fuck. Uh, I'll just say that. It creeped me out pretty hard. Um, uh, I don't know how much you read on it, but I didn't read anything. Man. You read I'm some. Liter- I'm, no, you did. I'm reading right now about. No, it. I saw you. I, I, you were talking about it. Like no, you I read about it. I looked up that one website that showed cool pictures, and well, not cool. Okay, that makes me sound like a murderer. Um, <laughs> it's just like, you know, post mortem pictures. Anyway, whatever. So, 
I'll say this is probably one of the more interesting, like missing persons slash, I don't, you can't really call it like a murder because it really, it didn't seem like a murder, but it's a, it's definitely a missing persons case. Well, shit, Blake, you gonna get into it right now? I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that, I'm just gonna give a background that it's like one of the more We're not giving a fucking background yet there. I just gave one. Sister? I just gave one, dickass. Uh, dickass. That's what um, That was mean. <laughs> and instead of me making a drink, because man, you know how good I am at that, we are doing a bum beer and malt liquor fucking, uh, what's it called? Taste test. I'm so, pretty amped about it. It's a challenge, right? So we're It's gonna, not a challenge. It is. It's you know a challenge. the challenge would be, can you chug all eight of them? <laughs> no, it's a challenge of sorts. <laughs> I got a funnel. Oh, dude. You, Ooh, you funnel one of those uh, natty you, daddies. Dude, you're you fucked. do that 8.0. You're, yeah, you're toast, dude. You're sitting on your ass, dude. Um, so we'll be doing that a little bit later. Um, let me see where we're at on our timeline, because I'm cool. Uh, so... Because I'm not making a drink first, what you making over there, bud? So, I'm making a dish that kind of goes with this theme. Um, so, Dyatlov <laughs> Pass is, is a, obviously is a location in Russia. So, I'm doing something semi-Russian. I'm doing a little bit of schnitzel. It's not. It's more German, I think, but uh, it's in the same. You have to have that. noodles for schnitzel, you dumbass. No, dude, you're gonna eat this shit without it because I forgot the noodles. Oh man, you better start making noodles over there. I know I'm you not making any goddamn noodles. All right, fine. Go ahead. Schnitzel. This is. I don't know how to make egg noodles. Shitty schnitzel. I guarantee you, this is gonna be delicious. <laughs> no, not without noodles. I already know now. I already took my mush. I, I took most of your favorite things: some mushrooms, some onions. <laughs> and I sautéed them down, and I'm cooking them over here, and made a sauce out of it. It looks delicious. I haven't tasted it yet, but I'm pretty amped about it. I will I say, it smells good. Taste fucking good. Yeah, it smells really good, dude. Uh, so, what have you done to get to that point there? Uh, yeah, so basically I, um, this part, this part of the sauce, I, I kind of just get, did a background on, but uh, the other part of this is the pork chop. So for schnitzel, it's kind of like a, just basically a pork chop pounded flat is how I kind of think of schnitzel. So I take the pork chop and then I cut it away from the bone. And I actually used the bone to cook, um, cook down with my mushrooms and my onions to make the sauce. But then I took the pork chop portion, smashed it flat with my meat tenderizer. Right. See this? That's cool. Listeners can't see it, but it's just... Is that uh, new? It is kind of new, yeah. It's pretty oh, sweet. what kind Look, is that, dude? That's nice. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I think I got it from uh, TJ Maxx or no, something. No, it's XOXO. It's probably it's, Target. It is XOXO. You think it's Target brand? <laughs> The Target brand? Yeah, they're Target. good though. Yeah, we have I mean, that shit too. You want to know what I was using before that? Your hand? <laughs> no, I was not beating money with my hand. I was using this actually. That's pretty badass. Isn't that so, pretty dope? listeners, Blake has a tomahawk, <laughs> <laughs> like a legit tomahawk. I'm using the back of a of a hatchet, basically as a damn. Oh, tenor. hatchet! That's what white people say. Yeah. No, I have a tomahawk. It's different. They are okay. Whatever. I have a tomahawk as well. Well. Hey, where'd that, cat. Where'd that fucking thing come from? The woods? <laughs> it came out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got this. Um, I'm about to bread these pork chops while the sauce is still cooking. But uh, essentially, I am making some schnitzel. Which, listeners, let us, let, let us know if this right, is well, even possible to be Russian. But I think it's pretty much German. Pretty much my ass. It's, it's Austrian. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, that's Germany. It's Austrian? <laughs> yeah. 
It's, you know that for sure? Yeah, it's Austrian. I'm looking at it right now. Are you really? Yeah, I was okay. trying to be cool about it. I was trying to, act <laughs> trying like I to be something. cool about it. Shut okay. The fuck up, I was like, dude. damn, bro. That's very specific. Um, it's Austrian. Hmm. The bread is schnitzel. Hmm. So why did? Okay, I get it now. I'm. I'm you're making a roux. Yeah, it's kind of like a roux. Um, it's oh, like uh, a German roux. Yeah, it's like a German roux. You know, it's a lot of. Did you add flour? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of sauces start with that. Did you um, tell them what you put in there? No, I'll, I I wasn't gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. But uh, okay, so he's ma making he's making Russian schnitzel. Yep. Guys, which is almost like German and Austrian schnitzel, but a lot more. It's got a dash of um, uh, plutonium, a little radioactivity yeah, in there. A lot more nuclear. Uh, so that's cool, man. I actually like schnitzel, but I'm I will like be that. judge I figured, all this shit. I figured about you it. would like it. You're gonna judge it? Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. Oh, Duh. I'm gonna judge your beers. I <laughs> good thing I didn't brew any of them. They're awful. Um, so, cats ups, man. Yeah. We guys, we have been gone. Dude, it feels like an eternity, sir. It doesn't though, because it, it we feels like did an eternity. We didn't fucking post it, and these guys are not listening anymore. <laughs> They're still listening. They're waiting on. They are. They've Honestly, been texting man, me and we'll, we'll, emailing me. We'll post it at some point, man. I just I want to make sure that part two makes sense, and I feel like I didn't have enough time to do research for the part two on uh, Jeffrey Epstein because the part two is the part that is like. That's the real part. Pretty crazy. That's the real yeah, part. that's the real part. The, the first the part's part just background. Will, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That part two is going to have to be more in-depth. Like, I need to do, like, a serious timeline. Like, I, I got a timeline for Diet Love, but also got a bunch of that shit in my head because I've just been thinking about it for a good portion of the last, like, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> if that's weird. <laughs> no, that's good, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm proud that you're part of the team. Every time I go hiking, every time I go hiking, I think about this. Do you really? Incident. Brother. Damn, man! It's Don't think about fucked. that shit. It's kind of fucked up. All right, we're not getting into it yet. So, uh, let me just talk about something for a second. Schnitzel is a thin slice of meat fried in fat. <laughs> Wait, you know what? That? Fried in fat? Fried in fat. Oh, okay. Did you fry yours in fat? I'm going to. I'm okay. going to. Um. Dude, wiener schnitzel. Okay, anyway. What's a wiener schnitzel? What's the difference there? Uh, it'd be a Vena, Vena schnitzel is a popular Viennese dish. It's Wait, veal. It's not Vietnamese. No, Viennese. Oh, Viennese. What's that? Like Vienna. Oh, Vienna. Gotcha. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I just sounded smart as fuck. That shit is straight from Austria. Eh? Yeah. So it's made of veal, which is okay, veal okay, pretty okay. fucking good to me. But, I mean, people have, you know... Legitimate concerns about eating it. I, I understand Cause that. Because it's a guys. baby cow? It's yeah. It's kind of fucked up, dude. It's totally fucked up, but it doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. It tastes delicious as <laughs> shit. It's so, so tender, just like baby animals tend to be. Oh, God. Here he goes, guys. He's going off the deep end. How many beers have you got? <laughs> so, um, we're in Tangent Land. What, uh, Anyway, so he's making this last cool. What uh, what kind of beer are you drinking tonight, dude? You're back on the uh, yes. you're back on the sauce. Yeah, back on the sauce last week, which listeners didn't hear. I was in uh, rare format. I was uh, not drinking, giving my little liver a break because mm -hmm. everybody needs to every once in a while. Uh, but tonight I am drinking some Lagunitas IPA, which is one of my favorites. 
You drink that all the time. That's not. That's good. not fun. It's either in Chicago or somewhere in California, right? Yeah, it's both apparently. But um, so we've already touched on that. So <laughs> yeah, what did you do this weekend? Let's oh, start cats with ups. You. Let's no, start with you. Let's no, start we with gotta you. do cats ups. Me? Yeah, let's start with you because I always start with cats ups. Dude, are we doing like Thanksgiving till now? Or Dude, gonna... you can do the highlights. Dude, what's what was your favorite part? From Thanksgiving till now. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Cloudland Canyon State Park. Oh, you went to Cloudland? Oh my God, it's like you don't listen. It's like you're my wife. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't hear this. She will. She knows. I mean, I, I babble a lot, so I get it. Um, kind of hard to understand sometimes. Who? <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, dude, we're about to fight on the podcast, listeners. Um, yeah, dude, I went to, we went to Cloudland Canyon. Okay. Uh, what did you say? Did you stay in a yurt? Man, it's like you don't, you really don't listen. It's really frustrating. I don't think you told me, dude. I did tell you. I told you on the damn podcast. Oh, dude. then why are you reusing a ketchup, dude? You already burned it. We didn't post it. Well, we're gonna. I said from Thanksgiving till now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, shut all up. Right. All right, all right. All right. I'll see you that. Let's hear it. Let's hear your story, even though I already know it. Cloudland, obviously you don't. Cloudland Canyon, that's a good place. That's an upvote. Uh... What's an upvote other than that? <laughs> um, I've been out of town for Christmas, so we went to Miami, guys. Me and, well, not Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, actually, Coral Springs, but whatever. It's one of those places down there. And uh, long drive. It's a long drive. <laughs> so quite a long drive. So we went to a couple places, right? We went to Versailles, which me and Blake's wife were talking about. Probably one good of the best spot. Cuban sandwiches ever Dude, that, made. That Cuban sandwich is so fucking good. It's like tiny and it's almost like a Blake Shack burger, but a Cuban it stuff. It is kind of like that. It's really good. Actually, it's really good. They're really all their stuff's really good. That we got empanadas there. Ooh, empanadas are so shit. good. Oh my god, man. Oh, and, they're uh, so good. Also, did you have those little tiny French fries that they have with the burger, dude? Those little thinly sliced mm, ones. God. I didn't know about that. I do. I just. I, we were just picking. We were starving. We had to. Yeah. Okay, guys. So it's a little bit of a wait. You're gonna be there for about. And that's how you always know minutes. it's good. Yeah, and uh, but it's worth it. And we got that. We got ceviche. Ooh, I love ceviche too. And uh, it was good. Everything was good. Everything was good. And they they fucked up our order though, which was weird. But every, every time, like, it's, it's crazy. The, the crazy thing about really good places when they fuck up your order, you don't even care. You're just like, no, I was just eh. like, bring another one, dude. I don't give a shit. So that happened. That was really good. We went to, uh, uh, fuck, Vizcaya. Vizcaya? What kind of food is that? No, it's not a that. fucking restaurant, you dumbass. It's a fucking, like, historical place. <laughs> oh, is it? Is yeah. it a bar, too? <laughs> Huh? Is it a no. bar too? No, dude. It's a. Uh, let me tell you real quick. Must not have been that cool. I don't even remember what it is, dude. It's Vizcaya Museum and Gardens. So it's this rich ass fucking old folk from up north moved down to Miami and built this mansion, Sounds right? Sounds about right. <laughs> right? It does. And, uh, he, dude, he, like, the garden section was the shit. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. It's like, how much money do I have? Oh, this much money. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of douchey, but whatever. Uh, so we went to this guy. That was kind of cool. It looks kind of like your garden, or is it a little different? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are tense tonight, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> We're going to probably fight. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it doesn't look like my garden. Dude. It doesn't. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so anyway, guys, hey, hold on. What? I know what this podcast is missing. Oh, the pole. The pole. Mm, everyone remembers the pole. Things are a little bit off. Yeah, get that pole in there, son. Yeah, don't smell, smell it. it. Smell it in. Mm. Ooh, I shouldn't have smelled it. I shouldn't have smelled it. You're gonna it. throw up in my face. <laughs> I shouldn't have smelled it. So Blake's taking the old JB pole. That's what we're gonna start calling it, dude. I gotta write that down. Damn, I finally had a pencil. Uh, the JB pole, guys. Oh, so JB pole. He did it. He did it, and his face is not glass bottle today. And he got it in his eyeball. Classic. I told you I'm not doing fucking plastic anymore. I know. I like that. So anyway, I don't guys, know how long you gonna stick with it? Longer than your sobriety. <laughs> Damn. Okay, okay. There's that. Touché. Dude, I think, like, listeners, also another contest, who can stay sober the longest? Oh, dude, you're months? fucked. What? <laughs> Do you want to go down that road, dude? we were dude? both fucked. I would fuck you up, man. I don't sobriety. think so, bro. I'll be sober. I'll be like 10 years sober, and you'll be like, Damn. You really you won that contest. Ten years. <laughs> You're like, damn, you really won that contest. All right, whatever. You'll be sixty-three in ten years. You fucking old fuck. You'll probably be dead way before then. Sixty-three. Uh-uh. All right, listeners, don't listen to him. So Vizcaya. So go to Vizcaya. It's actually pretty fun. There's not a lot of people there usually. That's what I like. And it's a museum. If you can find that cool. unicorn of a place that's delicious. No, no, it's not but- delicious, Blake. It's a museum. <laughs> You're not listening to what the fuck I'm, I'm saying. I just slam on the table. I'm just fucking with you. If you can find a bar like you're talking about that uh, is, doesn't have a line. If you do that one more time super cool. with your fucking glasses on without your contacts in, I'm going to poke you in the eyeball. You understand me, son? <laughs> oh, listen, so I got contacts, but then I ripped, I ripped all of my sets of contacts. How'd you do that? I don't know, man. They're hard, dude. I, I suck at putting them in, and uh, I dropped one in the dirt. And I picked it up and I tried to clean it off and it ripped. So anyway, <laughs> the, the only other place I remember when I was down there was Tijuana Taxi. Tijuana Taxi in Coral Springs is a Tex-Mex place. Ooh, I love Tex-Mex. It's like whatever the fuck your local town has, but it's fucking good. And uh, I ate tomatoes and onions there. Bullshit. I swear to God, you got dude. The pictures, and jalapenos. Bullshit. I, dude, I promise, dude, I did. I did, man. I wasn't even drunk. I was a sober driver. I was a DD. What? Yep. That That's the part I don't believe you. I promise, dude. I did it all the time when I was down there. So. Well, because you were with the parents, so you had to... You had no, to I didn't have this. to do shit. I could have been fucked up. They don't care. Anyway. What were they drinking? A lot of white wine? No, dude. They were drinking tequila. Woo! Sounds like my type of folks, dude. <laughs> They're cool as shit, man. I love them, dude. I love them to death. And her aunt Robin was there. Anyway, oh so, shit, dude! Aunt Robin's so Aunt Robin, cool. shout out uh, to Aunt Robin, Mama Jude, uh, and fucking Paul. We love y'all. Hell yeah! I think Paul he listened to one. He was like, "I don't think it's for me." And I, was like, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was like, "I don't think it's for you either." <laughs> I wonder what turned him off about it. I mean, I think it was all the cursing and shit, but whatever. He don't care. Um, so those are my. Upvotes. My fuck knows are. Dude, we're going back in time. I, dude, I feel like uh, people who expect gifts at Christmas. That's a fuck. Whew. Man, I might. Even... You shouldn't expect shit, dude. dude. You should just be grateful for anything. Man, I. That's a tough one, dude. Because I might just put the whole. 
Is that tough? No, Because I no, know no, none no. of our people do that. No, I get you. Like one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you one hundred percent, dude. So that's a bad move, dude. If you think you're supposed to get something, go fuck yourself. Yes. Right. Please. Also, or treat yourself during the year, man. Because who gives yeah. a shit? I'm gonna <laughs> save my fuck no for whenever my turn. Oh, is. I can't wait. So anyway, that's only okay. that's my only fuck no because I really don't have a lot of fuck no's. I actually had a good time and. Dude, I, I actually, said them on the last episode, and I can't remember them now, and Blake deleted it, so. I didn't delete it. I still Blake, it. what's your upvotes and fuck knows? And if I'm being real, dude, I love Miami, dude. Miami is one of my favorite Yummy. places. Yummy. One of my favorite places to go. I really love it. That's not my upvote, but I will say that I do love it. Um, I'm going to start ooh, with mine. Can I interrupt one time? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So another upvote is Wynwood. Ooh, Wynwood is the shit, dude. Okay, the whole area is cool, but... That is my fuck no. Don't go there during the day, I don't think. There's too many people, dude. Yeah. Go there at night. We went there during the day. Kind of crowded. Kind of a lot of fat Midwesterners. No (laughs) offense. You know, know, my my kin comes from that area. So I'm cool with it, but just... A lot of kids, a lot of fat people. Yeah, I can deal with the fat people, the kids, I don't know. Yeah, go at night. Maybe anyway, probably not both of them. Not, my, not both of them together. There. No, you're good. <coughs> I will say that my upvote. I'll just go ahead and say what I did this weekend. So okay, <clears throat> whatever. I have been on a fucking mission, dude. And I mm-hmm. talked about this a couple of times, but I've been on a damn mission to get this damn Thunderbird going, and I finally, finally had a breakthrough and got it all back together. Had a massive oil leak. Finally figured out what that oil leak was. Turns out that the machine shop fucked me over on the head. Oh, damn, Did you call him? I did call him. I was like, hey, man, (laughs) just letting you know. I fixed all the shit that was wrong with his head, but you really fucked me over on this. They machined it wrong? No, there was like oil plugs in the head, like little oil passages that block the head. Um, But the Ford heads are reversible, so you can use the front on the, the, you can use the left on the right and the right on the left. You just have to flip them Mm -hmm. and block some oil passages. They didn't block the oil passages right, so oh, shit. there was oil just pouring out of it. Oh shit! So the bullshit thing is, I didn't know it until I got the head installed, and then the oil passage that was leak- leaking was on the back of the head, behind the engine. So I had to get under the car and use a tiny little tool to take the oil passage out and is get that it your back fuck up. No, you want to call him out, dude? You I'm not, man. The guy was out, the guy was super nice, so I feel really bad. I don't want to call him out. <laughs> He was like very apologetic and super nice, and I would I would go back to him again, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's, shit that's my upvote. Shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. My 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 fuck no man. I'm just gonna say like, oh, dude, Dirty Santa, not into it. Oh no, Blake. Not into You're not it. into. Not into that it. game. <laughs> you boy. I'm just gonna say fuck Dirty Santa. Jeez. Why? What'd you get? <laughs> you didn't get you didn't get what you wanted. Someone stole nah, your dude, gift. We, <laughs> who stole your gift and what was it? We did a family one. Um, and who stole your shit, Brian? No, nah, nobody stole my thing. Oh. We we just, actually we didn't do dirty sand, we just like drew names. But like man, yeah, it was just it's just weird. I don't know. Honestly Would you get a Bible or something? <laughs> <laughs> a, a precious moments Bible. Uh, shit, they still make those? Yeah, dude, of course. You got one, don't you? Of course, you man. Fucker. No, I ain't got one of those, dude. Yeah, no, it was just, Shelby does it or something. I'm not gonna say it's it's just a, it's just always strange whenever you're doing like a. What did you get, man? I need to know. No, actually, my gift was kind of cool. I got a, a Amazon gift card. So who got fucked? 
Uh, I'm trying you to remember. Just spill the beans. I'm not spilling the beans, bro. It's family shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm not into it. Someone got fucked hard. Someone got fucked hard. Someone always gets fucked hard, bro. Not really. Speaking of that, Rick got me a, a Christmas present, and I didn't get him one. I, I felt didn't really bad. Present? That's not a Christmas present. That was just a gift. Because, you said it was. Well, you don't show up to someone's house without a gift on Christmas. And since it's we not didn't Christmas, celebrate Christmas dude. together, I decided to give you a gift. Dude, that's super that I sweet. I stole from the U.S. Army. That's super sweet of you. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. I did Thanks, not Rick. steal anything from the U.S. Army. That was a joke. Rick got me the loca- nope. Rick got me the the true location coordinates to the MH17 uh, crash site from the U.S. Army because no, they, they're the only ones that know How where it is. How the fuck would they know that? <laughs> they're the only ones that know where it is. I work with them. <laughs> and I'm an idiot. Do you think they know shit? No, dude. Anyway, so we're not going to go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so what's your fuck no, dude? Dirty, dirty Santa. Dirty Santa's my fuck man, no, man. Tough, yeah. Fuck Dirty Santa. Yeah, fuck it, man. Dirty Santa can fuck these nuts. Oh, buddy. oh wow, man! Look. Do you remember when you record? Yeah. Okay. Remember last week on Jeffrey know. Epstein? You forgot you were recording. No, I was talking about the amount of times that you said a certain word. Which one? Do you want me to repeat it? Yeah. I think you. No, said... no, I didn't. That wasn't the last one. That was the Epstein one, man. No, that was the one before that. No, it wasn't it? Was Epstein? Which word was it? Uh, <laughs> I think you said pussy like several, like maybe oh. ten times. Well, no, it was six, but that's okay. <laughs> you counted? Yeah, I did. Actually, it was like five. It was five or six. That was a lot. That's more than I usually say. And now you said it once, and now it's gonna be stuck in my head. I'm gonna say it. That's frustrating. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Anyway, so, so that's, that's our. That's, my, that's mine. That's that's all mine. That's our cats ups, dudes. Uh, hopefully, you all had a. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas or whatever. Oh, shit. Like. I got Happy one more holidays. fuck now, man. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm just going to say. Okay. Fuck Atlanta holiday bars. What is that? Holiday themed bars. There's like a hundred thousand of them in Atlanta and they're all like packed. Are they the like gills. pop-ups? Yeah, pop-ups. Mm. They're cool, man. They are cool. I like them. And I'll say there is one that I like. Bonton. Boyle House. You been to Bonton before? It's good shit. Oh, you talking about the uh, place where they cook meats? <laughs> <laughs> is it in the in the market? No, no, it's a uh, that's built on. Dude. Oh my bad. That place is cool Sorry, too. Sorry, dude. That place uh, is cool. My fault. I'm not cool. Like nah, you. dude. But uh, but yeah, that that I've one has a good pop up. What the fuck do they make? They have like a uh, <laughs> um shit. They they have like a fusion like Vietnamese Filipino fusion. And that's bad? No, it's excellent. That's what I was saying. That's the only one I like. Oh, shit. I was about to no. say. That doesn't sound bad at no, all. No, it's good as fuck. <laughs> there's the only one I like. All the rest What's of What's the bad one? Uh, there's one that's in Parish, and I think it's called Miracle. It's just too many people trying to go there, man. It's just too too much. Are they still having it? Are you leaving? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the trash can. They're still having it if you want to go to it. Fuck no, dude. If you said you don't like it, you know. Now it's probably time to go now that it's not Christmas anymore, but it's not New Year's yet. So, like, you can still actually, you might be able to get in. <clears throat> Why is it so popular? What, I mean, I understand. Like, what do they cook? People or what do they do? lose their damn minds when there's any kind of pop-up in Atlanta. I don't know what it is. What it's like, like ugly sweater or something? Or what is, it's got like, Christmas lights all on the inside of it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. And they have Christmas-themed cocktails. Like eggnog? Yeah. 
With booze in it. Oh, my fuck no, eggnog. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Sorry. Dude. It's actually pretty good, but I'm not going to admit that you, on. You left some Jim Beam here, and, and I made the fuck out of some eggnog for several you made that? people. No, this is Publix. <laughs> Publix original eggnog. But I, I spiced it up a little bit, and I served it to a bunch of people with uh, Jim Beam in it. It's pretty good, man. You don't like eggnog? What the fuck? I mean... I'll say my upvotes eggnog. Whatever. Here we go. Someone's got to disagree. Um, fuck, dude. Where are we at? <laughs> We're at the damn upvotes and fuck no. So the dish. Yep. I, go into it. I've just... Wait. Uh, yeah. Go into it, dude. I've just... Um, <clears throat> Basically, I've taken my pork chops. Now, at this point, I, I covered the sauce a little bit, but... Is that egg? It's egg, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you really have to. So, what I do with the pork chops is I pound them flat, and then I do a dry, wet, dry. Anytime you're frying something, it's always good to practice the dry, wet, dry method. Basically, what that means is you're going to take your pork chop, you're going to hit it in a dry like either flour or breadcrumbs. I like to start with flour, so I did a dry. My dry first was the uh, flour, and then my wet is always egg wash, which is just basically beaten eggs. I'll take two two eggs and I'll um, beat them basically until the yolk and the whites combined. And then I'm gonna dredge that in this bowl, and then I'm putting it back on, uh, on the tabletop where I can actually hit it with some uh, breadcrumbs. And then from there, it's gonna go into uh, cast iron with some oil in it um, but yeah that's essentially it that's where I'm at right now so the basis of this dish is uh, a fried pork chop it's not that different from like a southern fried pork chop really when you get down to it um, and then the sauce that tops it is the second part which I've already made over there so did you tell them what was in that sauce yeah I covered it earlier but basically, I'll, from start to finish, the sauce is what you do is you take some mushrooms, which I used um, just some portobellos, and slice them thin <clears throat> with an onion. And I actually took the bones from the pork chop and I sauteed all that in some butter and oil. And then, um, <clears throat> and then from hey, there, what's up? Don't want, I'm, I'm interrupting, but make sure they understand that. So guys, he took the bones and put them in the pan with the sauce. That's actually, I feel like an important It's step. very important. Because it gives you a lot of flavor, right? It gives you a flavor, that's why I, that's why I did it. Because <clears throat> the, because <clears throat> the, anything that cooks down and sticks to that pan, when oh you uh, oh, deglaze yeah. it, it's gonna be even better. So <clears throat> that's why I cook the bones down and I'll actually save those bones and I'll use them for something else. Those are going in the freezer. I don't throw shit away. I don't do that shit. I got- What are you gonna use them for? Great Depression blood. Huh? No, the fuck. What am I gonna use them for? I don't know. I might, um, <clears throat> I might make broth out of them. I, I can do all kinds of different things with them. I might do the same thing again when I don't have bones. Sometimes I'll buy boneless pork chops, and the uh, the most flavor you're gonna get is gonna come from that bone. Where the bone connects to the uh, to the meat <clears throat> is where all the flavor is. But obviously, you can't eat bones, so best way to get that flavor out is just to kind of render them down. <clears throat> I don't know if that's true. You can eat bone. No, you can eat bone. You can eat anything, but you'd have to cook bone down for quite a while to make it edible. I think if you soak it in water, 
for like weeks. That sounds kind of disgusting. Oh, it's gross. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea, but it's an idea. It's, it is an idea. <clears throat> All right. So. Right now, I'm taking uh, breadcrumbs and I'm <clears throat> putting them on top of these pork chops before I put them in the fryer. Now, your breadcrumbs are is that like stale bread? It's stale bread. It's exactly and that's what the it is. shit you used before. Is that that Holman and Finch crap? It sure is. Is it? Dude, yep. look at me remembering. Good job, dude. And I'm You remembered better than I remembered your museum shit mm. from Miami. It's really about how much you care about somebody, dude. <laughs> and obviously, nice. we know what we're doing here. So, <clears throat> all right, guys. So that's the dish. So Blake is literally spreading old bread onto a breadcrumb beaten down guys don't waste anything take your bread take your old bread put it in a container and just actually you probably need to put it in a food processor first yeah, where do you store it though i got a little uh flip top container i got from ikea you see these little things right here the little mm -hmm. basically oh, cool. like a big mason jar with a sealable lid on top of it <clears throat> and i keep those in my kitchen i have like some for flour some for salt some for breadcrumbs. Just anything that I use often in the kitchen, I have one for over here. So the the seal keeps it keeps it fresh. Well, not fresh. But or from going bad. Yeah, bad. Okay. Because <clears throat> I know bread goes yeah. pretty quick, actually. Sometimes, like three weeks or something. Like Breads that. actually trying to keep breadcrumbs fresh is actually trickier than anything else because. You walk that fine line between the breadcrumbs being dry and then getting moldy from moisture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to put them, once you get your bread that's too old, you want to actually dry it out, like either in the oven or just like let it sit out. Um, <clears throat> and then you want to actually put it in like a food processor to make it crummy. And then you want to let it dry a little bit more. Actually, when I'm letting it dry like that, I'll once I get it to a crumb level, I'll put it in the jar with the lid open for a okay. while. So that all that moisture escapes guys sorry i'm asking so many questions like i always say but i'm actually interested in what the fuck this idiot does sometimes <laughs> and uh damn dude i don't idiot. know if that's a compliment mm. just backhand him unless you're not put a dip in so i told you all i'd let you know so i like that sizzle guys he's throwing in that cast iron is that the old uh birmingham stove and range sure, why do you why sure well, why'd you jump back? Did you scared? This shit can pop the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's the uh, BSR, dude. Um, the BRS. No, it's BSR. Is it BSR? Thanks, Dave. Birmingham Stove and Range. There you go. Um, so, we briefly touched on it earlier, kind of in our introduction, but we're going to talk about this diet log. I can't say that word, guys, and I, I really apologize, but it's Russian. And I'm Polish, so I don't really understand Russian, you know? <laughs> you know it's the same thing. It's the same thing, right? Um, it's not really at all, but... The Dyatlov Pass incident. This happened in the North Ural Mountains in Russia. So, what we're going to do is we're going to briefly talk about what that is. So... I'm taking charge, Blake. Hey, man, you go for it. I like it. All right, so I did a little... So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to talk about the, the geography of it, right? Yep. <clears throat> Obviously, it's in Russia, guys. It used to be the Soviet something. 
Soviet Union, whatever, who cares? Former Soviet Union. Yeah. The, SF, the SFSR. Yeah. Is when this <clears throat> happened. So that would be like the Soviet. Let me see. This time period was like, I don't middle, like middle of the Cold War. Russian Soviet, Soviet Federative <clears throat> Socialist Republic. So it was after. This would have been just briefly. So it would have been 1959. So then after World War II. Post World War II. During the Cold War. So they're still trying to yep. figure out how they're going to organize their country and shit. And how they're getting into space. No yep. space race. Mm-hmm. So, basically it happened on a mount, or a pass, right? So that's a area between mountain ranges, right? So uh, it happened on, and I'm going to really butcher this thing. Let's see if it'll tell me how to say it. It doesn't. Damn it. Uh, the Kolot... Mm. Cycle? The Kolot Cycle. I'm just going to say it like that. K-H-O-L-I-T-S-Y-A-K-H-L. So, that's the big mountain there, which is only 4,000 feet, 3,500. But the interesting fact about this, geographically speaking, is the translation for us is Dead Mountain. Mm. So that's kind of interesting because, well, we'll touch on it later, but. Also, man, Russia gets cold as shit, dude. Like looking at these. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> above, it's above the Arctic Circle, right? Yeah, it's, that's freaking, that's crazy. People live in that type of environment. I don't know what the population is. It's pretty low, but I know there are people that live out there. Um, <laughs> mm, it's part of the Ural Mountains. Or the Urals. It's a mountain range that runs approximately from north to south through western Russia, from the coast of the Arctic Ocean to the Ural River, in northwest in northwestern Kazakhstan. Uh, so it is cold as shit, man. Super cold. Circle. So I was reading this article about it, essentially about just about that the area. area. Yeah, and like I said, Dead Mountain. So Dead Mountain translated into Monzi, which is like the uh, indigenous people, right? Mm -hmm. So there are people that live there, right? But it doesn't—it doesn't mean like die. It means like there's nothing there, right? Lifeless, kind of like Dead Sea type, type right? Thing. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, so we're getting over there and fucking. What's the, what's the actual name of that? Um, I can't remember, guys. It's in the Svirodovsk Oblast of Russia. <coughs> so, geographically speaking, there's not shit there. So why would you go there? It's in the middle of damn nowhere. Middle of nowhere. It's like a desert, but it's cold. Um, so who would go there? Well... College kids. College kids, right? So... The geographical, hmm. so backtracking a little bit, guys. So I read this article about a guy who lived there. And what's interesting is to me was he was like, yeah, it's you know, dead mountain, all that shit, whatever. Dead past, dead all this shit. There's like four or five geographical features there. there. It's called dead something. <clears throat> he said, uh, that's true, but... Some of the experiences you have there, like, um, 
Northern Lights type stuff, right? Where it's unexplained. That happens all the time. So it's like, uh, basically, the, the the closer you get to the magnetic poles, the weirder shit gets, right? So yep. the closer you get to Antarctica or the closer you get to the North Pole, you're gonna have a lot of experiences that are way different than we have, you know, in the mainland or you know, normal climates. So. He was talking about like the northern lights ain't shit essentially yeah like they have like fire bursts in the sky yeah. all the time right your right? body's made up of a bunch of different elements so why wouldn't mag like magnet magnetism and like the poles are going to play different type of things on your body versus being used to being from somewhere where it's not you're not experiencing those types of magnetic forces <clears throat> so like weird weird like fire bursts in the sky that you know, that was a big thing, like fireworks in the sky. So like, we know uh, that meteorites or meteors or, I don't know what they're called when they enter their atmosphere, I can't remember, but whatever they're called, that happens all the time up there. And weird lights in the sky happen. So like a lot of stuff that we would translate into like alien activity or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Like supernatural shit. It's just an everyday occurrence up there, you know? And uh, obviously you're gonna get some weird animals that are, you know, <clears throat> used to that climate. Ver I mean, compare it to like the depths of the ocean. What's, a, we have no what's a normal animal for that area? Like a polar bear. Oh, they have polar bears? It's like a Russian version of a polar bear or what? I think they have polar bears, reindeers, all kinds of shit. But I mean, they have like big ass bears and shit and like, Everything that's big as fuck that you're scared of is pretty much probably, you know, they have the Yeti, they have all kinds of stuff. <laughs> they got the Yeti, yeah. If I was thinking like where the Yeti would be from, that's probably where I would imagine it. Because <clears throat> no one's gonna fuck with it up there, obviously. The, uh, so you're not gonna see it. I could, you know what, I'm gonna do a quick Google search, guys, while we're here. So, population of Northern Russia. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, because you asked about it, so. And to give, to give you some perspective. 175,000 people. How many? 175,000. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. That's not shit. Permanent population. And to, like, give you perspective on it, like, listeners, like, that's where Russia sends their prisoners and shit. Like, they used when you to. fuck up in Russia, they used to. They probably don't anymore. I don't know about anymore. But, but when you fucked up in Russia back in the day, they sent you to, like, Siberia. It's like this outer cold ass regions of Russia that sucked but, as punishment. Yeah, so 175,000 people, that's like, that's like the population of like a small metro city here in the US. Yeah, that's like I think like, I think Atlanta's, like actual Atlanta is like 400,000. So four times yeah. that lives in a region that's like. Probably like Alpharetta maybe. Yeah, how big is that? <clears throat> like Roswell or something. How big is like Russia's northern part? That's like millions of square miles. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. So it's dense, yeah, or it's not dense, it stops so dense. Very right? sparse. Sparse. So that makes it interesting. So basically what I'm saying is, is like you're putting yourself in a situation, you know, we're not gonna talk about it yet, but like where you don't have really an outlet to go run and hide. 
So if something goes bad, you're pretty much on your own. You know what I mean? Like you're literally living on off the grid and that's, it's a tough, I mean, I'm sure it's tough as shit up there, dude. I mean. Yeah, it's hard living, man. You're not, you're not living easy up there for sure. People that, anywhere that some, like, anywhere that like conditions are livable, people are going to live there no matter how terrible it is. Like, you'll just find certain people that go places like that, you know, to get away from certain things or just because they don't know anywhere else. Like, they might just be, somehow happened to end up there and they just made their home. And that's what they know, so that's where they live. But, uh... <clears throat> so, I have to pee. Oh, come on, dude. All right, well, why are you peeing? I'll so go ahead and run down go, the two timeline. Yep, you're going to do it. All right, so, <clears throat> so Rick already gave the background on the location of this incident. Um... Basically, in the uh, Ural Mountains of Russia, in the like one of the most remote parts. But essentially, this started as a hiking uh, slash skiing expedition um, on basically on January 27th. Um, Ten hikers that were of varying experience levels left from uh, the uh, Ural Polytechnic Institute, uh, where these all these all ten of these. Um, I'll say young adults went to school, but uh, <clears throat> the organizer, Igor Dyatlov, he was uh, 23 years old. He was a very experienced hiker, very experienced skier. Being from this area, most people were, but uh, he was particularly experienced and he organized these type of um, expeditions often. So he was kind of like the mastermind of this. Um, Igor Dyatlov. So you'll like you'll hear his name a couple of times throughout this story. But essentially, on January 27th, all 10 of these students um, left from the Euro Polytechnic Institute on what was going to be basically a 20-day trek, um, and they were going to hike, basically hike in and hike out. So for anyone that hikes, it's not like a loop. They were just going to hike to a location and then hike back out. Um, and Rick, I failed to get the destination where they were headed, but essentially um, it was look. about 10 days there and 10 days back. Um, so there was 10 people initially involved in this. Igor Dyatlov, who's 23 years old, pretty young dude. Uh, Yuri Dorshenko, he's 21 years old, even younger than that. There was, uh, I'm about to sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right. I'll have to edit that out. Ah, damn. Toward, uh... <laughs> they were going to Gora O'Torton. Gora O'Torton, okay. Wherever the hell that is. Yeah, so... Yuri Doroshenko is 21. Lyodemia Lubinia was 20. I'm pretty sure that was the female. Um, Yuri... Krivoshinsko was 23. Alexander Kelov. These are really hard to say, so sorry if I butcher these listeners. Uh, Kalevartar was 24. Zanadia uh, Kolmogorodov was 22. Um, Rustam uh, Slobodin, who was 23. Uh, Nikolai Thibault, who was 23 also. And Simeon Zabaratyov, who was the oldest, he was 38. That's the guy we talked about already, the older guy. Um, 
There was a tenth member actually in this party. His name was Yuri uh, Yudin. He was 21 years old. He's the only one in the expedition not to die. Well, that's because he left. Yeah. Because he was sick. Because he was scared. A little bit of a little bitch. Oh, you're we'll say, say that. another word. <laughs> um, I'll say that. <clears throat> well, he was a smart one. He yeah. died. And he died in 2013. Yeah. So he actually lived a good life. <clears throat> but, uh, so they were going on an expedition. Yeah. So that was basically, they started on the 27th of January, 1959. Um, <clears throat> and as they started, um, basically this is, this is one of those hikes where you, you don't just like walk, you don't just park your car and walk. You got to take like a, they took a bus to a train and they took a train to somewhere else and then they hiked to another spot just to get to the trailhead um so when they finally get on the trail um it's like the 27th and then on the 28th they get about a couple miles in and then yuri uh yudin decides that he's not feeling so good he decides to turn back and head head back for base camp um he supposedly was suffering from numerous ailments, um, which I find that to be kind of crazy because he's the one that he lived till seventy-five. So he was like suffering from arthritis at twenty-one, which is pretty intense. He had I mean, heart. We problems. know someone who had that. Yeah, for sure. But he had heart problems and arthritis, and he was twenty-one and he lived till he was seventy-five. Which I'll kind of touch on that sat later. In a chair. Yeah, after that. that's true. Hung out. I'll touch on that. I'll, I'm going to bring that back up later, but I find that kind of strange. But anyway, from there, so January 28th, he turns back, but basically the leader of the expedition, Igor, tells him that he thinks it's probably going to take him 20 days total to get back, so um, expect to hear from us on the t on the in 20 days, and if not, send help, basically. Um, because when you're going out in somewhere like this, like you don't not tell people you're going, you know what I mean? Like if you go on one of these ski hiking expeditions in basically the North Pole, like you're not going to, you're not going to go with nobody knowing that you're heading out there. Like you're not just going to pick up your shit and go on a day hike in this part of, part of the world like we do here in Georgia. Um, but yeah, so then on January 31st, the first, the group, uh, first, <laughs> January 31st, the, the group, um, cash their food and supplies because this was going to be such a long hike that they were actually cashing certain stuff on certain points of this hike so that when they started hiking back through they would have food and supplies on the way back so they basically cashed some food in a valley um, that was wooded on the way and then on the february 1st the hikers actually arrived in the uh the pass where they would eventually end up all perishing and uh set up so, camp so for the listeners caching means caching means they took like a portion of their gear food supplies and they hit it basically so they could come back and then get it later but they wouldn't have to carry it because if you're going on a 20-day trek you don't want to carry 20 days worth of food that you're going to need for a point that you're going to reach when you come back so otherwise that's just wasted energy basically me and Blake did this on a hike that we did to uh, Rastown Bald. Yep. Where we basically hid all of our gear yep. in uh, a wooded area and then went on a hike and then came back, which we're not talking 20 days, we're talking 12 miles or whatever it was. Right. 
but still, uh, it's actually pretty, it's pretty common, pretty common, pretty smart yeah. move to do it, and uh, that all makes sense. Here's the interesting thing. So, <clears throat> Igor, Igor, uh, 23-year-old guy, so radio engineering student mm -hmm. at the Euro, did you already touch on that? Mm -hmm. The Euro Polytechnical Institute, uh, or the Euro Federal University, which, you know, guys, just for my amusement, uh, has... 34,000 students. It's a pretty good amount, dude. That's actually a pretty big university, and it's located in Russia. <laughs> it's located. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's located, oh, located in. It's got to be close to this place. Katzenberg Sverdolfsk Oblast. So, anyway, that's just that was just for me. Um, Oh, this University of the Arctic. Man, we could touch on that, all kinds of shit. Uh, so, <clears throat> like he said, there were uh, eight men and two women. Uh, they were all experienced grade two hikers with ski tour experience. So basically what they were doing during this hike, which is secondary to, you know, just going out and being with your friends and you know, doing the college shit was they were gonna re they were gonna return and receive their grade three, which uh, that's the highest available certification in the Soviet Union for hiking. So I'll just say that grade two hiking and whatever they were in this was like probably grade thirteen for what we're used to. I would say it's tough. It's got it's got to be hard. It looks it looks pretty. It looks it was, pretty strange. Yeah, it was tough. So basically, if you get to the highest level, uh, you have to traverse 300 kilometers, which is 190 miles. Um, like I said, Gora Otort, dude, we're going to fuck all these words up. <laughs> Otortin, uh, which was a mountain 6.2 miles north of the site of the incident. So anyway, that, you know, that's what I was getting at was like, they were experienced. For yeah. what they were doing. These weren't noobs. They weren't just they didn't just like wake up and go to Walmart and buy some Ozark trail shit and decide that they hey, were. Hey, well gonna... that's what I do. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh man, come on, dude. Dude, my bad. All right. <laughs> and decide no, that they were gonna do this thing. They they've been planning this for months, like and that this was something that they were used to doing. But they did choose the most difficult route. To get to it was their... quicker, right? Uh yeah. So you know, they knew what they were getting into. And they're all young people, so, I mean, except for that old fuck. Semyon. Sem that old. Alexander. What is this? There you go, Food. bro. Food is complete. Jeez, man. Let me know what you think. You know I'm going to scrape that crap off. Nah, dude, you got to eat that shit, dude. Don't, no, don't, no. Just let me try a fucking piece, dude. All right, guys, so the Blake's cooked this schnitzel with no noodles. Like a proper redneck. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get one bite real quick before we keep talking. Like a proper redneck. Mm. If this wasn't German, it could be a southern dish. Guys, listeners, that's good. You like that? Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. I don't need all these vegetables. 
Dude, it's just mushrooms and onions are the only vegetable in this dish. I like the flavor. I just don't like the texture. So, now I'm going to eat all this. Um, eat it all. All right, so what happened? Did we already say that? <laughs> well, so we, in the timeline, we got all the way up to when they got to the pass, right? So they get to the pass, um, and then... Basically, they see a big-ass storm coming in, right? So, the Igor being the, the ex most experienced one of the group, um, he's like, damn, like, this is really, we, we really should hunker down here, and we shouldn't really go any farther if we're going to be safe about this whole thing. So, they basically pitched tent for the night. Um, and from what I could tell, like, looking at their gear and, um, and the pictures, um, because that's another thing about this whole thing, right? So they, they, they had several cameras, like probably, they probably had three or four different cameras, like between three people. So they were taking pictures and it kind of like, it kind of uh, chronicled this whole thing up to the point where they, the incident happened. So essentially they had one tent, a big tent. Um, I don't know if they split up the poles and split up the pieces of the tent, I'm assuming they did because it looks pretty heavy, like a heavy canvas type tent. Um, but they were basically all in one tent, like one big ass tent. So they made a tent for the night and decided they were going to weather out the storm and then try to figure it out in the morning or the next day where a storm blew over. They had five cam, six cameras. Six cameras, okay. That's a lot. <clears throat> they had... I'm gonna let you say the words. That guy, Yuri uh, Kermishkinko. Yep, his camera. They yep. had. Um, wait, 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 wait. This guy, uh, Nikolai Thurdeau Brignelis. That sounds French. <laughs> it does sound kind of French, doesn't it? Fabio. I also could Brignol. be messing that up. No, I think that's French. Um, they had Slobodin's camera, an unknown camera, mm. and. Uh, that guy or that girl mm. or that guy, Alexander, the old guy, Zolo Tarov, right? Yep. Anyway, so they had they had, they were documenting like we would document things on Instagram, mm -hmm. essentially. So that's kind of interesting. So what happened that night? So they're camping out. They see a storm coming. They're like, "Oh shit, we gotta camp." They set up a big old tent, right? Everyone's sleeping in the same tent. Big ass tent. Right? Yep. And then what happened? So, everything after this point, I'm, gonna tell, I'm just gonna tell everyone that we're switching gears here. Cause something went fucking terribly wrong. And after this point, is all speculation because we don't really know what happened after that. Um, basically the timeline from there progresses for another 25 days ish until <clears throat> the point where Igor told uh, Yuri, which is the guy that bailed, told him that they were going to be back. Um, and he told him not to, not to worry if they weren't back in 20 days because it may take longer. So Yuri waited like 25 days. And at that point, Yuri still wasn't worried, but the families of the people were like, no, we got to go look for them because it's, it's weird that they're not back yet. So essentially a search party sets out of a bunch of other hikers from the school. Um, and they make it in a couple of days 
through basically blizzards and, and storms and shitty weather, they make it to the tent. Um, they find the tent where the hikers, when we left off, the hikers were last at. They set in for the night. They find their tent, um, and they're very perplexed because the tent looks like the tent was basically cut open from the inside. Um, the tent was cut open from the inside, and what they found inside were all the hikers' cold weather gear, all their shoes, a bunch of their socks, a lot of their clothes, um, and then they found footprints like leading away from the tent. So it looks like they basically cut the tent open from the inside and left with like little to no clothes on some of them. Some of them left barefoot. Some of them left with one shoe on. Um, they left in varying degrees of basically readiness, um, but very, very ill-prepared to be out in the elements they were in. So what they found was pretty strange. Um, and that's kind of like what makes this so in interesting. Uh, and we can kind of get into how they eventually found all of their remains um, because so let me break off <clears throat> so their diary basically stops on the 31st of January actually didn't know they had a diary oh they have a bunch of them look at Rick pulling up yeah so um, so basically the 31st of January whoever was so they had a group diary and then they had separate diaries too. So they were really getting hipster about this shit, dude. Yeah. And uh, they said, oh, the, the weather's a bit worse uh, from the west. Snow, probably from the pines. Uh, start. They start around 10, 10 a.m. Uh, they took the Mandy Trail. Um, They were forced to find new paths of clearing for the skis because obviously you're wearing skis when you're walking through that bullshit. Uh, first member leaves his backpack on the ground, walks forward, then returns and rests for 10 to 15 minutes with the group. Thus, we have a nonstop paving of the trail. So, especially, so essentially, they're just <clears throat> they're uh, leapfrogging each other. So one guy will go, next guy will go, next yep. guy will go. They're yep. trying to, get, and. Uh, Tired and exhausted, we started the preparations for the night. Not enough firewood, frail damp furs. Uh, we started with uh, fire with logs, too tired to dig a fire pit. So they, I think they found a fire that was above ground, actually, or like remains of a fire. They found a pit. No, they didn't. Wait, who, who's, whose um, journal is this? This is, this the, is the group. The group, the yeah. main group, not the rescuers? No, no, this is the main group. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so... We had supper right in the tent. It's warm. It's hard to imagine such a comfort somewhere on the ridge with a piercing wind hundreds of kilometers away from human settlements. That was the last recorded entry in the diary. So, on January 31st, <coughs> Diet Law of Group leaves some of their gear in a forest on a platform set high above the ground, known as Labaz, or camp, uh, base camp. Uh, on February 1st, the group leaves on the last day of the trip. They start out fairly late and walk for only 2.5 miles. They set a tent around 5 p.m. on a slope, whatever, 10 miles from the mountain that they were trying to get to. So they're only yep. 10 miles away. Well, right. Relative. Right. Know, that's really not that far. 
<laughs> in that us, type that of environment. Be, for us, yeah. that would be really far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they ate their last dinner around 6 or 7 p.m. Uh, so that's what happened. So mm-hmm. the, what you're saying is, is correct. So basically, negative 13 degrees Celsius during the day, which would be... Super cold. I don't even know. I mean, I'll look it up real quick. What do you think it is, Blake? Well, so zero is freezing, yep. right? That's what, 34 degrees Fahrenheit? Is it? Freezing? Well, it's 32. Negative. Oh, yeah, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Sorry, so 32 degrees Fahrenheit is freezing, right? Yes. So um, I'm going to guess that that's probably like 17 degrees Fahrenheit? 8.6. 8.6. That's close though, okay. dude. Yeah, close enough. That's pretty close. So it's cold as fuck. So fucking American, what we were talking dude. about earlier, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's cold as shit. So I didn't mean to interrupt. So what, what happened next? So they they were they were all camping. They found a hole in the tent, right? Oh, you're talking about them hiking. So I'm up. saying. So, so the rescuers come up and they're they're like, they found the tent. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> where your last entry picks up like we last entry leaves off they're in the tent they're eating dinner right they're they probably go to bed um and then that's all we know that happens because we don't have anything after that because essentially the rescuers were triggered when they didn't find any where they didn't hear from these guys um basically 25 days later i think it was um so what they did when they went looking for them, what they found was the tent cut open, no one inside. They found a bunch of belongings, including shoes, socks, cold weather gear, which looks like basically they cut open the tent and ran out and then basically left in a hurry to go somewhere. Um, so when they started looking around for these, for these folks, um, what they find, um, <clears throat> do you like that? Dude listeners yeah. make whatever the fuck blake just told you to make hell yeah but put noodles on so first off they find they find two they find two of these guys together right they find yuri uh doroshenko and they find yuri uh Krivonoshenko together um i guess the yuri stuck together i don't know if it was a first name thing or if those motherfuckers just like happened to be together but they found them together um they I'm looking at my notes. Okay, so they found these guys. This was kind of strange, right? They found these guys uh, with no shoes on and in their underwear. They were under a tree. Looked like they were trying to make a fire. Uh, it looks like one of, them, one of them had tried to climb the tree um, or something that, of that nature. Like there was branches broken, like up to like four meters up in the tree. So like they had climbed a significant distance up in this tree for whatever reason, if they were looking for the tent maybe, or they, their theories that they were trying to escape, um, for whatever reason, it looked like they had climbed up in the tree. Um, but they were found with no shoes and in their underwear, which anyone that knows anything about survival, you're not going to last very fucking long in that state, <laughs> especially in that environment. Like you're not going to last very long in any environment in that state, but like, in that temperature, you're fucked, essentially, because... Even in the desert... Even in the desert. Like, if you expose yourself, you'll get wind exposure and all kinds of shit. Like, yeah. and sun and all that shit will fuck you up, so... Rule of threes, right? So, you can go three hours without shelter in extreme environments, three days without 
water in three weeks without food, I nope. think is what it is, like no. average. So basically, if you know that, with that bit of information, you know that they're fucked from the get-go. So they probably died first. Um, and then the, um, the next ones that they found were uh, Igor Dyatlov, Alexander uh, Kalevator, and... Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, Igor Dyatlov, Zaneda Kamegalov, her name's hard to say, and Rustam Slobodin. Um, they were all found together and they all died of essentially hypothermia. Um, they weren't they weren't found exactly together. They were all found like within like 500 meters of each other, but in varying distances from each other, which was kind of strange. So they were like, they weren't like, they were probably within like visual distance of each other, but not within. You couldn't like throw a rock and hit it, hit each other, but they were they were close, but not super close. I don't know how to really explain that any better, but they were basically found like in a line, not like right, not huddled right next to each other. Um, and then the last group of people um, was kind of the strangest one. They were found. Um, Layu, like Ladimila uh, Dubinia, um, Alexander Kelevector, uh, Nikola Thibo, Simeon Zolotyov were all found in one spot, um, and they were they had the the most like fucked up wounds. Like basically, um, they were under. They, it took them four months to find their bodies. So like th this group of hikers finds this group of hikers from the school finds all everyone, but these four, um, and then they basically have to turn back because the weather gets so bad. So they don't really go back to find them until like the snow starts thawing. So they find these guys f four months later and they're under 13 feet of snow. So like they were under snow and then it melted to the point to where they were under 13 feet of snow. So they were under a significant amount of snow. Um, just kind of gives you an idea of how bad the storms were in this part of the, of where they were at. But they had some pretty crazy injuries. Um, Lyodemia dubinina uh, had internal bleeding um, and severe chest, tra chest trauma was what her cause of death was. And I think she was also missing her tongue, which was uh, pretty strange. Um, they found her stomach had quite a bit of uh, blood inside of it. So they think that her tongue was actually missing while she was still alive. Um, so that was kind of like what made that a little bit fucked up. Uh, Alexander uh, Klevator was, uh, he died of hypothermia. Nothing too crazy there. Um, Nicola Thibault uh, was determined that he died of a fatal skull injury that was like so severe that basically it seemed like it his skull had been smashed. Um, Semenyov Zolotrov um, was pronounced dead of uh, severe chest trauma and his eyes were also missing, which is uh, pretty intense. So, so basically there's three groups that broke off that it, it seems like after they left the tent for whatever reason. Um, so something that something caused them to leave this tent in a hurry and in so much of a hurry that they, instead of going out the front door, instead of going out, you know, whichever opening that they had in that tent, they cut themselves out of it. So what the theory is that something, 
um, something, there's an event that inside the tent that caused them to need to cut themselves out of the tent versus if something was outside, like a bear or a UFO or a zombie apocalypse or a damn Yeti, they wouldn't probably leave the tent in that manner. They probably would have stayed in the tent. Um, but in this sense, they cut themselves out. So something happened on the inside of the tent that caused them to do that. Dude, they... I think he already said this, but they found bodies on 27 February 1959, right? Yep. So they found, I think he did that, right? Is that how this is? Yeah. Guys, yeah, they, they found the, um, he uh, did a thing. They found the initial, they, they found basically. They didn't find the last bodies until May four, 5th. Yeah, four months later. May 5th, dude. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's fucking insane, dude. It's pretty nuts. That's so what happened bad, to those bodies. Well, that's, that's oh yeah, the weather was so bad they couldn't get to them. But um, but they, they were only they were pretty close still. They were pretty close. They were just buried under snow. So I don't know what happened to their bodies. There's varying levels of speculation. Um, some people think that they basically triggered an avalanche and fell off of a cliff. And that's what caused their injuries. But um, I don't know how possible that is. Basically, they said that the injuries were consistent with a car crash. Which would be an avalanche. Yeah. Or like falling off a mountain. Basically, an animal didn't kill them. And Your a, eyeballs pop out, a though? A person didn't kill them. Eyeballs, that's a tough one. I don't know what, the, I don't know what happened to the eyeballs. Maybe an animal came along and ate the eyeballs. There's no animals there. Dead mountain. It's true. Not. I don't mean there are. Who knows, man? Who knows? All right. So, Whatever caused them to leave the tent is what caused their eyeballs to pop out. So what do you think it was? <sighs> Shit, man. In all your expansive knowledge about Dude. everything. I think... So another thing that they um, found in the autopsy was that some of their clothes was radioact were radioactive. Um, I almost also important to note: four of them were fucking drunk as shit. Toxicology reported. So okay, it's they Russia. Like to, they like to party. They like to party. That doesn't prove anything other than they were Russian, right? So I feel like Russians drink vodka like they drink fucking water, basically. Um, no offense to our Russian listeners. No offense. Actually, it's a compliment. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I think that um, I think that some form of like military testing may have caused this, whether it be nuclear or conventional. I think at the time period, man, like we're talking, we're in the middle, midst of the Cold War, we're at the midst of the space race. Um, places like this, man, like where there's not a lot of people, you know, like we tested. How many nukes? We talked about Trinity Project. We talked like 300. Dude, 300 nukes in the desert, right? If you just happen to be an unlucky motherfucker walking around the desert that particular day. They would never let that happen, though, dude. Not in the US. So? I, how would they know? They could accidentally kill someone pretty easily. No, dude. You, think, you don't think anyone ever got accidentally nuked by those gigantic-ass bombs they dropped in Nevada? No. Bro. Mm-mm. Never? Not one person? Not one person. Yeah, that's where we're different, man. I think that 
There's got to be at least, so, at least one person. No, like man. They set up perimeters and shit, man, here. Dude, you know how big those damn bombs were they were testing? Yeah. Miles wide. Yeah, they're big. Those are some big-ass bombs. No I'm saying they could have done the same thing here. Okay, well. No one lived there. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Maybe their bodies might have been more fucked up. I, I don't know what nuclear blast does to a body. I can't imagine it's It good. disintegrates it. Yeah, I guess depending on what the proximity of it is to proximity of it you are to it what do you think happened to these folks that's what you, i find it creepy as shit that's what you think is a military experiment experiment that's just part of it i told you that shit earlier i said that one guy that lived up there said that shit happens all the time fire but, burst but, shit like that but that's what caused them to uh, for their eyes to pop out and shit, and their tongues to get missing. Your eyes wouldn't just pop out after an explosion. You would be blown up. Well, so pressure could do that type of shit to you. It could fuck your, your internal If your fucking up. eyeballs pop out of your head, yeah, that pressure is going to reduce you to nothing. Well, I think that you can have car, car crash-like symptoms after the concussion of a blast without being t- totally fucked. Well, that's true, but okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, not. I'm not talking about like the actual explosion. I'm talking about the you shock said nukes. Wave. So, well, nukes are a little bit different. You can die of multiple different things from a nuke, right? You can get radiation. The radiation's poison. gonna fuck you mm-hmm. up at some point. I don't know. Maybe they're testing some new bomb we don't even fucking know about. Who knows? Man, you went down the military path. What am I gonna say? Here's what I think. There's always happened. the Yeti, dude, because he's out there somewhere. No, we're not gonna talk about the Yeti. Not yet. Here's what I think happened. I think <clears throat> they all had hypothermia. They were cold. They said they built a fire without a fucking pit. So that fire would go out pretty quick after the wood burns, right? There's nothing keeping the coals keeping going down and shit. Let me say one thing. All right. So they're fire, right? If you look at the pictures... I'm looking at they some had, wild pictures right now, dude. I'm looking at like a, death scenes. The death shit. ones are pretty crazy. They had a they had a little stove built into the tent, which I haven't seen before. Okay. Which is kind of cool, but that they You've were not. Never like, seen that? I've seen it like yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it a couple of times. Okay. But like so they haven't seen that. You're an idiot. They haven't <laughs> like, uh, but they but they weren't like built. They weren't like all huddled around a fire outside their tent. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what it was. No, I read it. They were inside. Yeah, they were inside. They had a little firebox going with a little chimney outside their fucking tent. But all the wood was damp. I read that too. How many times you built a fire with damp wood? <clears throat> Cause I know I built one with damp wood plenty of times. A lot. You can make it work. Especially if there's a stove, and you just throw it in there, and it'll eventually burn. Yeah. It burns out the moisture, and then it burns out the... Right. Okay, well, I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to disprove it. I'm just saying... I don't know about the whole nuclear blast crap. I think it's a possibility. I do think it's a possibility. But I think if it was a nuclear blast, it would have been far more detrimental for these people. And why did they cut the fucking tent open? That's true. I don't know. What are they trying to get away from? Oh, what is there a fucking Russian uh, military there? And they're like hiking in. They're fucking like... Maybe they're trying to like create a safe zone. They're hiking in and it's they possible. hear them walking up and they're yeah. like, Fuck! 
and they're saying whatever in Russian, get out of here, get out of here, and mm-hmm. then fucking they cut it open and run. That could make sense, but there's no bullet holes, so they would shoot them. That's true. Yeah, why'd they cut themselves out? Why'd they cut themselves that's out? That's what I don't know, man. That's the, that's the tough one. Because a fucking nuclear blast happens like I that. think that. I hope listeners I think heard that. that. Listeners, you, that. It happened. That was a good snap. Like this? Yeah, it happens like that. was a better snap. It happens like that, dude. It happens like instantaneously. No one knows, dude. There's no preparation time. Even if, okay, let's do your fucking thing. Nevada, right? Yeah. If someone died there, they would never know it was coming. They would just be sitting there, camping, fishing, and mm. then they, they, they see it bright as fuck in a nuclear yeah. explosion. So they're like, oh, and then they're done, dude. Well, it's like instantaneous. Just, it's like seconds. I agree and disagree. Okay, well. So I agree with you. If you're in proximity of it, yes. But they're in proximity. Because if they're in proximity, like you said, car crash. You'd have to be in somewhat of a proximity to that concussion. Yeah. Shit. Right? To blow your eyeballs out. You know how hard I'd have to hit you, Blake, to blow your eyeballs out? Pretty hard, dude. Pretty you fucking know hard. My eyes you know how many people <laughs> You know how many people have had car crashes? Their eyeballs don't pop out. We know people. Sometimes they do. Look that shit up. Eyeballs pop out car crashes. I'm not looking that up, Blake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now I want to look it up. Um, I gotta know. Okay, well, I'll look it up, guys. Just for just for the listener. Yeah, I don't. So I, I don't, don't know. know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's some fucking Bigfoot shit. I don't think. It, Probably not Bigfoot. But do I think they got scared about something? Yes. Yeah. I think that maybe one of them inside the tent lost their mind or did some or was doing some fucked up. Why shit. would they do that? They were only gone for a few days. I don't think uh, maybe maybe they already had mental issues, and they and they had a mental break at that point. We also talk about how there's two girls and like fucking a million dudes in this tent. It's a bachelor party. It's like a dude. sausage fest, dude. Oh my gosh, like, dude, we're not doing dude, that shit. Not, this is a podcast. You know, like, you remember we're fix recording. the ratio up a little bit better than that. Like it's 1959. If I'm a chick, I'm not going out with like eight dudes. You know what I mean? Like what the hell? What if you're into that shit, dude? All right, I guess there's that. It is Russia. It's a little different. America, dude. People <laughs> shit on each other and stuff, dude. What are you That's talking true. about, dude? You're right. Yeah. Fucking a little bukkake Russia. Oh. Right? A little bukkake. <laughs> First time I said bukkake on this podcast. Cheers oh, to that. Cheers to that, yeah. Hey, cheers. All right, guys. Um, yeah, who knows, man? I don't know. I, I don't listen know. Listen to this, listeners. So, we don't know what the fuck happened. Everyone died. But we can both I do agree. Think, I do think, I will say this, Blake, I will, honestly, I will side with you on one thing. I do think that the military was involved somehow. Because of the time frame. There was a mm-hmm. lot of testing going. I don't know if it was nuclear. It could have been any kind of testing. It could have yeah. been things we don't even know about, right? Right. So, I agree with that. So, what I wanted to say real quick, before I forget my train of thought, is... The North Pole is moving towards Russia. Scientifically, that's proven. Why? Does that have something to do with this? We're turn events versus... Yeah. Well, that's because all the entrances to the Middle Earth are. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I looked up. So, guys, 
stupid. <laughs> so just I saying, hate you so much. Can you put some more ice in that cup for me? Can, that, uh, can you pour out the remainder? Russia, and- Russia is also not known for their truthfulness and their Because the U.S. We're not doing political. I'm not being political, but have you seen the show Chernobyl? Yep. Excellent show. It is. But they literally denied that shit until it was undeniable. They were even denying it to each other. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah, no, we're not admitting that. Even the guy that was like the main guy that was like the head of the damn power plant was like, it's impossible that this would fail. Dude, I got to pee again. Listeners, Dude. I got to pee again. Listeners. The seal. Listen, guys, here's what happened. Here's what happened, guys. <clears throat> I ate that pork chop, the schnitzel, without the noodles, which yeah. still doesn't make sense. Here's your uh, glass of ice. Thank you so much. You're, you're like an angel. Thank um, you. Delicious. Guys, but dude, I am so glad you like the. Are you about to say a butt, man? Don't, don't. No, no, not about your food, dude. Oh, your okay. food was awesome. Oh, thank that you. That sauce was great. Like I said, I don't like mushrooms and I don't like onions, but I did eat some of them. Okay, I so, give you that. Whatever. Um, whatever that concoction was actually tastes like schnitzel, like real schnitzel. Hell yeah. Like from Germany schnitzel, not or Austria, okay, not your bullshit <laughs> American crap. So. I'm gonna go tinkle, guys. <laughs> and you want me to intro these uh, the next segment while you're doing that, or do you want to? I feel like I, I can't take that away well, from you, man. Like, this is glorious. Yeah, no, no, hold off, dude. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn this computer around, and I want you to look up how often. Ooh, shit. Oh crap! What was that? I lost the power supply. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's work. How often? What? How often do you eyeballs pop out during? <laughs> <laughs> In the first thing that came out, pregnancy. Oh my god. Okay, well I gotta know. Hold on. All right, guys. Well, uh, listeners, since Rick started us on this rabbit hole, now I got to know how often do eyeballs pop out during pregnancy? Let's uh, let's see what we got here. Pregnancy in your eyes. Oh wow! I don't think that it happens. I don't think it. Okay, bulging eyes. Yeah, that's not eyes popping out. Yeah, now nah, I think that's bullshit. Why does someone's belly buttons pop out during? Okay, no, that's not it either. Belly button is not an eyeball. All right, let's re-Google this. How often do eyeballs pop out during car crashes? Let's look. Oh, okay. All right. Looks like uh, fairly often. Looks like airbags are often the problem there. Damn. Wow, a lot of eye injuries from airbags. Whew, it's not good. Just found something out. What'd you find out? Apparently there's a lot of eye damage caused by airbags. What about car crashes? You know it's always a good idea? It's Google image search. Okay, he's going off the deep end, guys. I'm sorry. Ooh, wow, there's some really gnarly shit on here. That's my work computer. You're fucked. Yeah, fine, whatever. Wow, care. let's look at this eyeball. This one's intense. What listeners? What is he even talking about? Yell at them. Well, yell at the computer. Well, I was searching for uh, how often do eyeballs pop out during pregnancy, and it. No, no, no! Uh, during car wrecks. Oh yeah, I did that first. Ooh, that's I did, tough. I did the car crash second. Guys, after did, uh, y'all want to look up some not cool stuff? Look up eyeball stuff. Yeah, it hurts your feelings. Um, look up orbital break, orbital fractures. It's pretty crazy. Ugh. Anyways, 
What's up next, man? What we got here? I've, oh, been, I've been waiting for this segment for like the entire night. Whatever, man. So we didn't solve anything, guys. Of course, we never do. I think I it's, think it's solved, man. I'm pretty sure the Yeti did that shit. That's not even what you said, you idiot. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that the, the military, Russian military, has found a way to weaponize the Yeti. That's Dude, we're happened. gonna go into that. All right. So before we go into the drink. We're actually doing pretty good on time. So before we go into the drink, dude, my buddy Mitch, he said, if this is, guys, this is just for your research. Look up the map of caves in the U.S. Oh, I've Versus the missing 411. Oh, is it in the same area? It's an overlay. Oh, damn. So you guys go look that up. That's for, that's for y'all. I did that for. Is he a listener? I mean, no, I won't let him hey, listen. Hey, Mitch. No, I won't let him listen. Why? Uh, he's at work. <laughs> there's another, there's one that I, that I found out this or weekend. Or tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, Mitch. I'll tell him about tomorrow. All right, Mitch, dude. There's one, that, this one cave I've been researching this last week. It's called the M Cave. And this guy went missing uh, looking for it. He found mm, it yeah. and they had covered it back up when he went back to it the second time. And then they never heard from him again. And then another guy has, has found it again. So it's called the M Cave, Mitch. So... Check that shit out. Shout out to Mitch. Mitch, love to have your independent research on this shit. Let us know. So we'll do a whole series on. Uh, He'll research it too. On cave, on the cave system. He's also, smart. He, he's smart as fuck, dude. I've heard there's an inter- underground um, interstate system, actually. Okay, well, dumbs. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go there. We'll go there. So, yeah. l- listeners, before Blake goes into our next topic, so I'm too crazy over here. The diet law. Go check, dude. Guys, do your own research. Uh, fact check us. Talk shit to us. I think we actually did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah, went too bad, um, man. But let us know what you think. So here's what we're doing tonight, guys. Rick's gonna put, dude. That fucking pork chop was the shit. Dude, I'm so glad you liked that. Son, that was good. I mean, guys, I'm gonna walk over the garbage can real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save Blake a little bit of trouble. I'm gonna scoop off my dude, couple of mushrooms that I didn't eat. Your sweetheart, sir. And. uh you know what? Um, friendship. You know what I mean? It's tough. It's tough with marriage sometimes. It's tough sometimes. <laughs> and uh, but I know he's he's actually he's been doing really good with the food. And he, he doesn't make me eat crap I don't like. So I only did that one time because it's yeah. Halloween. And that was funny. It was appropriate. It was really funny. I really appreciate that. So, guys, we're doing a bum, like I said, a bum beer and malt liquor taste test. This is for Blake. This is going to take a little bit. We're probably going to go into two hours. I have a very developed palate, so I'm excited. I know excited. you do, bud. I'm very excited here. So what we did, what we decided, we discussed it before we, we, we did this. We have the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's what I call them. All right? And Blake, this is going to take you a long time, bud. So yeah, I, may have to go take, I may have to go take a bathroom break before I do this. I love that, dude. I love that. I can keep I talking. I make a room, dude. So what What we're looking at right now, the four horsemen are, for us here in Georgia, or really Alabama, where we came from, is Steel Reserve, which was a classic back in the day, especially in college. Old English, not so of, much a classic. A little bit of OE. However... Listeners, if you want to have a redneck mimosa, Old English is the best one to do. So what you do is you do 
about, I don't know, three quarters of a glass of Old English, and then you put OJ in it. So it's kind of like a mimosa. The other OG, Old Milwaukee Beer, dude, since 1849. This shit is like a homeless person's wet dream. It's delicious. It's not delicious, but Blake's going to have to drink it. So it doesn't matter. And then the other one is the uh, Colt 45, which everyone knows about Colt 45. It's a malt liquor. It's a... Uh, pretty shitty uh so just to cover a little bit of the basis you got uh still reserve has a 6.0 percent alcohol by volume old english i don't think it really matters uh, it will get you fucked up but it doesn't even have a fucking percentage uh old milwaukee beer uh, again i don't know if they all have percent i guess if they're below like Okay. I gotta guess that the certain percentages they don't have to have it right. Old English is probably around the four, four and to a half, four maybe? to five, something like that. Yeah, something and like that. And then Colt Forty Five, <laughs> guys. By the way, these are all like twenty-four ounce cans. What does run you? But that sets you back. Oh yeah, so ten bucks total. So here's what here's what here's what's funny. So just on the OGs, Colt Forty Five, dollar thirty-nine. Wow. Old Milwaukee, a dollar. A dollar for $1, that? One dollar, for steal. a damn 24 ounce beer. Damn, dude. Old English, $1.59. Wow, it's getting on up there. It's high. A little bit high. high so it's still reserved. Well, still reserved is worth it because it's got the high alcohol. It's the high content. gravity, right? It's it's the big old G. Wait, so how much was it still reserved? It was $1.59. Oh, so you can get fucked up for like $4. Oh, yeah, dude. You, get, you, you can get trashed. That's but wise. these were even. You ever know. walk up in an alley and find like five or six cans of that shit just laying there? What this one? Yeah, empty cans. Yeah, it was probably from my band in like <laughs> two thousand six, five, four, two, whatever band it was. Um, so I'm gonna pop the top on a steel reserve. I'm gonna pour out Blake's. I'm gonna. Pour you have to taste it too, though. No, I'm not tasting this crap. This is your job. <laughs> you fucking redneck. Bro, you have to taste it. So, listeners, what I'm doing is I'm just going to pour the OGs in some cups for Blake. Because this is really the taste test. We're going to do a little bit of, you know. Is this blind or is this a... No, I know which one is which. It doesn't matter. I'm not, no. I'm not biased in any way. I don't work for any of these companies. Although... <laughs> which one would you work for if you had a choice? Man, that's tough, dude. It wouldn't be Old Milwaukee. Know. You never even heard of Old Milwaukee. I feel like I got a... There's a special place in my heart for Schlitz. That's not the one we're doing. These aren't. That's not the OG, dude. I'm saying if I had to work for one of these. Oh, oh if I had to work for one of the OGs, man. Cold oh, 40, dude, we're doing it. Cold Forty Five would be the one to work for. Dude, we're doing a. Also, listeners, these these beers you know how have this been works, a, right? Look at. You got to do a color first. Right, we're gonna do color, color, smell, we're gonna do a. We're gonna do a. What's that called? Head. Head. Color, smell, head, taste. Right. If I had to work for one of the OGs, it's gonna be Cold Forty Five. Obviously, yeah, because you're a gangster. I'm right? a gangster as fuck, dude. Damn, you high school poured that. Like, <sighs> well, that one was tough because I. Let me also ones. say that these have been sitting out for about an hour and a half, so mm -hmm. they're at their optimum temperature yeah. for their intended audience. <laughs> so if you've been carrying around a forty in your pocket for the last two hours, then it's you probably about it. where it's going to be. Yeah, pop that top, dude. So, color. Uh, just on looks, man, um, Cole 45's got a nice color to it. And why do you say that? 
It's got a clear, it's like, it's clear, but it's got a good amount of bubbles to it. They're sticking to the side. Um, it looks almost like a cider, if I had to guess. Um, looks very crisp. The first one, the Steel Reserve, looks like dog shit. I can already tell that's going to be disgusting. It looks like, it looks like dehydrated piss. Like when you just have like, you had a terrible night and you wake up the next morning, what the first thing that comes out of your body is what that Steel Reserve looks like right now. I'll say the head looks pretty good on the uh, on the old old English. Yeah, it's it's actually staying right. Yeah, all the other ones you're having to refill them. Yeah, the OE man, it's just holding on. Yeah, that one's good. So, ready to taste them? Oh, I gotta smell them first, right? Oh yeah, gotta smell them. So, all right, let's still reserve first, guys. What does it smell like? God damn. That good, huh? <laughs> it smells like when you're. Uh, it smells like when you're at a keg party in your early, early 20s and you don't exactly know what kind of beer is in the keg. No, you would never have a keg of that. I'd hope not. Have you ever been to a keg party with that? I have no clue. I've been to keg parties where I didn't know what was in it. Oh, okay. I don't know if they even have that in kegs. Listeners, let us know. <laughs> let us know. You can get still reserved in a keg. Send us know. one. <laughs> we'll pay for it. It smells like when you have that, when you start on that third one and it's just a little bit hot. It smells awful. That smells fucking terrible. There okay, you go. you're gonna love that one though. Still reserved. OE? OE doesn't smell that bad, man, honestly. It really doesn't. OE's it's, o- it almost OE has like a, it's got a little bit of a like citrusy, almost like an apple. Maybe like an apple juice. Yeah, it's pretty good. It actually smells clean. And it's still holding its top. Still holding its uh, head there. All right. This is the old Milwaukee. Yeah, that's the one you never heard of. Ooh. That's... This one's got some... Ooh, that smells good. Yeah, it's good. It smells like... It's got like some hops to it. I can smell the hops in it. That's an actual beer. Yeah, this actually smells the most beer-like of the two of the three that I've actually just smelled. Yeah, that smells legit. That's Blake's actually really professional about yeah, beers, guys. So he's like consumes a lot swishing of it. it around and ugh. Cold forty-five. Yeah, all right. Next up, Good luck. this is the coldest one. I don't know how it's remained that cold. Oh, Jesus, ugh. this smells like literally nothing. Yeah. Does it even have booze in it, dude? I don't know. It literally smells like water. It doesn't say. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, man, but well, it, might be good it has down. the least odor. All right, now it's time for the taste test. All right. Still reserved. Oh, shit, dude. You got a pen? Oh, you have a marker. Oh, we got to grade them. Yeah, dude, fuck, guys. Sorry. Uh, so who won on the uh, visual? Uh... Cole 45 one of the visual. All right. And who won on the head? Uh, old English one on the head. And the smell. I'm going to give the smell to Old Milwaukee. They're pretty good. Um, <clears throat> taste test. Um, I'm drinking a still reserve. It tastes fucking terrible. <laughs> the only reason you would drink this is to get fucked up. 
You tasted it already, uh-huh. and you're doing it again. All right. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, it tastes like pure alcohol. It just, it tastes like someone took a beer and they poured, blended it with fucking vodka or something. It tastes, it, it's really gross. Okay. That's fucking disgusting. Oh, I'm glad you're drinking it. Okay, I'm gonna put that on the side. Uh, OE. All right, a little bit of OE. This one's, I've got a little bit of experience with this one. <laughs> I used to do the Corona with a shot of vodka mm. back when I was poor. Oh, we do. It's not bad. Oh, he's it's not, not bad. bad, dude. It's not bad. Doesn't smell that bad. Doesn't no. taste that bad. It's not bad. It's honestly, it could be. Like I said, a mimosa, dude. If you're doing redneck mimosa, oh, he's yeah. a shit. It could be PBR. I mean, I'm not saying that's PBR. I'm just saying this could be PBR. Maybe it's made in the same plant. Who knows? So that's not bad. So oh, he's a not bad. That's a keeper. Yeah, not bad. All right, old Milwaukee. I feel like this is gonna be good. I feel like you're gonna like this one. Blake's gonna be buying damn fucking hobo beer. Yeah, dude, that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, you can go ahead and drink that one. (laughs) Can looks cool too. Oh, we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not. Okay, sorry, we gotta judge the cans. Yeah. Um. So old Milwaukee. Yeah, dude, that's at the top of the heap, yeah, for sure. I, I still figured. got one left. I figured. Might keep that one. Okay, yeah, you can keep that one. So, Colt 45. We all know about this one. C45s. This one's going to be a sleeper, man, because I can't tell what it's going to taste like. It's not going to taste like anything, I don't think. He's taking a big gulp. Ugh. It doesn't no. taste good. No. It tastes really bad. It, it almost tastes like the Steel Reserve, but like it doesn't have as much alcohol in it. I don't know, man. It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't if I had to guess, I would say it has less alcohol than Steel Reserve. Um, well, Steel Reserve has 6.0. God damn, dude. I'm feeling those already just from sipping on those motherfuckers. Okay. Well, good. Woo. Okay. Um, so you didn't like those. Okay. So taste. What did you give it to you? Oh, man. It's, been, you, it's you between the O-M and O-E. It's between the old English and the old Milwaukee. I gotta give the edge to old Milwaukee. They're doing a pretty damn good job. Damn, I'm job, glad guys. I picked that one up, dude. Yeah, good job, guys. So I think I already said it, listeners, but I went into a, a I went into multiple liquor stores to find this. I went to a liquor store called Lulu's. Mm. Uh, Never heard of that one. It's yeah, it's over in like Clarkston, and uh, it was the it was the one that had the least amount in the little slot. So I figured that's what the fucking homeless people think. <laughs> yeah, you know if it's missing, that's where yeah, it's going. There's like two of them, and I oh, got yeah. I got one. So because uh, you may think that the homeless people don't know what's good, but they know. So marketing, or I mean, can. What are you thinking? I'm gonna give it to old old Milwaukee man. They're doing it, dude. Damn, they're dude, doing it, already you didn't yeah, even analyze it. No, I, I know. I I don't even need to look. Old English, I'll give I'll give Old English the classic vibe. Because they've kept with their, like, that label has looked like that since, like, the Little first kids. beer I ever drank, which was an Old English 40, which was a terrible idea. We're going to have to take a picture of this motherfucker. But Old Milwaukee's pretty, pretty fucking cool. Looking. All right, what other test? Um, Sight, hand. Oh, you're not going to fucking rub in your fingers this time. You want to do that? No. No, no uh, we're good. Because it's all the same. So yeah, yeah, it's just going to feel like beer. You feel like that's the winner? I'm giving overall winner to Old Milwaukee for the OGs. 
Fuck. That's the OG Challenge winner, old Milwaukee. Dude, it won three fucking. Dude, that events. thing, that thing wins a fucking trophy. Guys, dude. go get your damn old Milwaukee. Uh, damn, dude. Wow, that might even escalate that into another tier, dude. That might even escalate that out of Umbria into decent territory. It was the cheapest one. I'm just playing, dude. It's 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 not good beer, but it's yeah, it is. You like it? <laughs> so, I got the bo- dude, I got the cup plate, of it. dog. Um, plate, this plate? Yeah. Okay. You gonna do something with it? No, rinse it off. No, for your dishwasher. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, all right, that's the OG. So, old Milwaukee one, guys. If y'all yeah. want to go get a fucking. Homeless person beer, go get that. I mean, I guess we drink homeless bourbon, so it doesn't matter. But uh, here's the new fellas on the block. So we have an Ice House Edge. 8.0 alcohol by volume. This is a new school shit. I haven't seen any of this shit except for this Schlitz Malt Liquor. We're not going to do that one, dude. Which one? That's that's not new. Bush Light? Bush Light's not new, dude. Wait, what's the alcohol content on that? It's not high. It's not high. It doesn't say. That means it's like four. It doesn't matter. I don't think that's a good one. Okay. So, the Schlitz malt liquor, the bowl. I'll say this isn't new either, but I like it. I'm for it's it. a new design, though. It is a new design. Apparently, Schlitz went away for a while and they came back. And then the Natty Daddy. Dude, that is intense. <laughs> is, I have never seen which anything is also, quite like that. Which is also 8% alcohol by volume. So, we did not get new... Uh, cups because this is just a taste. This is just a straight taste for this. I'm gonna guy. cleanse my palate with uh, old Milwaukee. With old Milwaukee. <laughs> I love that you love that, dude. That's hilarious to me. So the Ice House Edge, guys. We're just gonna do. Let me just say this can looks like a frat boy. It looks like a douchebag. It looks like a frat boy in a fucking pair of pastel That's good shorts, for you, right? Yeah, for a taste. Okay. So, what did you say, shorts? It looks like a frat boy in a pastel <laughs> pair of pastel shorts. Um, <clears throat> give it a shot, dude. This is the only taste. Man, I'm just going to predict taste. that this tastes like it looks. It looks like shit. I'm going to smell it first. Don't tell us. Don't tell what us. the fuck? Uh-oh. Man, that smells kind of good, actually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Blake's going to fall. Wow. It's almost got a little bit of an apple scent to it as well. Like light on the, not as heavy on the malt. Damn, okay. The head looks like shit. It's pretty much gone already. The color looks decent. Yeah. I'm gonna taste it. It tastes good, don't it? I know it does. Wow, that is really weird. Tastes good. It's pretty good. It's sweet. It's very sweet. I think they're actually trying to cover up that 8% alcohol with a little bit of sweetness to it. Because it's got some sweet. It doesn't tell you. doesn't tell you? What's in it. I'm sure we could Google it. But I think that's probably either how they got to the 8% or they're trying to mask the 8% with that sweetness. Because um, a lot of times you'll, when you have like stronger beers, they're either really sweet or they use it to mask the... But is 8% really that heavy? It's pretty heavy for a beer. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. You have to drink that whole thing, by the way, because I have to pour another one in there. 
right? There he goes. So. God damn. I'll give you less. I'll give you less. It tastes like apple juice. So the Schlitz, which is actually an OG. Yeah. But the new can threw me off. So I didn't know the bowl. I didn't. Have you seen it like that? Oh yeah, I spit mm-hmm. that shit out, dude. So I've never seen it like that. Yeah, so, dude, that's OG, man. The old can looked white trash as fuck. Which I love. That looks pretty much as white trash. So whoever is in the marketing department of uh, Schlitz Malt Liquor is probably the same person. Dude, that actually smells good. It's probably one of the owners that is too cheap to hire someone to do their graphic design, so they decided they're going to do it themselves. They got a copy of 1995. Uh, so guys, they put a, a fucking blue bowl in front of a brick brick wall brick wall which is basically what the old one was but this one just looked a little bit so the old logo football helmet (laughs) 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 you know what i mean i'm trying to think what group would drink this man honestly i think this is completely ah, i don't want to say it i don't want to say it dude don't say what you're don't want to say no dude say what you're thinking but don't say it rudely uh, you can't. Man, I don't know. Do I think that they? Honestly, when I think about this beer, I okay. think about it's Alabama. Sorry, when I think about this malt liquor, I think about Alabama. What does that mean? I don't know. I just remember seeing cans of it all over the place on the ground in Enterprise. <laughs> I didn't. I'm smelling it. Oh, it smells like bread, straight up. That's yeasty. Bread all day. Smell that. Yep, very yeasty. Oh god. Oh yeah, that tastes like fucking piss water. That okay, awful. you don't have to finish that one. It tastes awful. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so Schlitz is like way low. That's pretty bad. Okay. Well, the, guys, also, again, again, these are not OGs. These are new. Well, I'm also going to say these are hot. So take it for what it is. Well, the Colt 45 wasn't hot. But I don't know what they're doing with that can, man. They got some technology in there. Yeah, they got some Yeti cold. cup going on. <laughs> they got so, that Yeti uh, can. The Natty Daddy. This is an 8.8% alcohol by volume. I will say that I think, I think natural or I whoever think, makes the beer is doing the best job with their marketing because they are tearing up the frat boy market right now like they've here's gotta, what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say something else too if i'm gonna drink a beer it's either gonna be a bud light or a natty you're gonna drink a natty dude? i would totally drink a natty dude, dude that's those you just picked the two most disgusting beers that you could probably i hang pick. out with disgusting people all right i would peg you for a <laughs> dude bud there's light no there's no there's head. zero head on this <laughs> zero head on this this has no head i, was gonna tell you, I think this might be flat I think they might have made oh, it flat man. on purpose. That's going to be tough. I don't think it's carbonated at all. It doesn't even smell like alcohol. Oh, dude, it smells like piss. This smells fucking terrible, dude. Oh, my God, dude, that stinks. All right, well, I'll drink it. <laughs> it smells like failed college classes, dude. Ugh. Man, they are really, but Natty, like I saw the other day that Natty, that Natural has like their own, um, you know, like White Claw, like the hard seltzer. They have their own hard seltzer too. So they're like totally fucking just 
shoving that shit down the throats of the college kids. Well, mostly Southern college kids, because, let's be honest. Like it's not that bad. Like it's, it's not terrible. The smell is tough. It smells hard. We're not doing smell though, but the smell is tough. Taste though? Not bad, huh? I'm trying to determine what it tastes like. It's got a weird, like almost like a strawberry, but like fake. Well, of course, dude. Fake it's flavoring extract, and almost yeah. like fake sugar, too. Like a... Stevia. Stevia or like an aspartame or something. Like a... kind of smells fruity. Guys, I'm helping Blake out. He's a pro. Oof. Yeah. You know, you smell that? Yeah. There's something in there. It's like... Something's it's almost grapefruity. Yeah, there's something in there. I'd say grapefruit. Grapefruit extract. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say like I like it. That's a fucking awful question. I know it uh, sucks. No. It's alright. It's alright. Alright, so for the for the new guns. Yeah. What'd you pick? Man, if I'm gonna I'm if I'm if I'm gunning to get fucked up and I'm gonna drink one of those, um, I don't care about the flavor, obviously, because they're all pretty gross. But uh, I think the Ice House Edge is what I'm gonna reach for ice all house day. Edge. Ice. I like the can too. The can reminds me of uh, like Top Gun the movie. You know, like, um, like <laughs> really, it's, uh, really intense yeah. lettering. When you drink it, there's yeah. like Kenny Loggins should start playing in the background when you start drinking that <laughs> motherfucker. That's funny, dude. All right. So we solved the we solved the bum wine malt liquor challenge. So Blake would go with an old Milwaukee for the OGs, and he would go with the Ice House Edge homeless people who don't listen to this program. But drunks who do listen to this program, get those. Should we take the, all those downstairs and see if any of the homeless people want them? No, we're not doing that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Do you want to take your gun up? down there? No, they're not gonna kill us. We're giving them beer. All right, we can do it whenever. It's only 9 o'clock, whatever. Yeah, it's not early. Um, so, I think we're done, guys. We're yeah. done with this episode. We're going to do the last bit of shout-outs. Blake will go first. What you got to shout-out Yeah, to? I just want to say, if you guys have any ideas on um, which way this went, like, maybe we missed something or maybe we overlooked something with this. So, it's like, shout-out to anyone that is into independent research. One thing I want to... Like emphasize if, if anybody's into independent research, I would love to hear about Yuri uh, Yudin a little bit more. Uh, that's the one survivor, um, and I really would like to find out what the hell he he lived till seventy five. Like I would like to find out if he did any interviews or if anybody asked him about this after the fact. Um, I feel like it's kind of the missing piece. In a lot of these stories, there's like a missing piece or a character that uh, doesn't get much exposure, and I feel like this guy is definitely that. Like. I would love to know more about him. Um, but yeah, that's it. So shout outs. Um, I got someone hit me up this week, uh, Brian Redahan. I'll give him a shout out. He's one of my buddies from uh, playing music back in the day. Uh, thanks for listening, bud. Um, shout out to all my friends and family in Enterprise, Alabama. Um, saw y'all at Christmas. It was cool. Good times. Big Mike. Sorry I didn't make it out to the shop, man. But uh, 
Shout out to you anyways. Shout out to Jesse Walker. Shout out to Paul Willis as always. Um, shout out to Old Milwaukee for designing this wonderful can. You guys really killed it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all my shout outs. So you shout outed, shout outed to uh, the Juice Pod, right? No, that's you, man. Got it. Oh, I always do that. The Juice Pod podcast, Sarah. Thanks for uh, kind of supporting us. Yeah, support shout out to the Yacht Club as well. Dude, Euclid Avenue no, Yacht Club. We're not gonna shout out to. No, them. they they had uh, they had their um, annual um, trailer <laughs> park gingerbread. Oh, geez, okay. Contest. It was pretty nice. Mm. Cheers to that. Shout out to them. Mm. So I want to make sure I shout it out to this guy. So my friend Justin Ruff, uh, Hive of the Rising Sun. What is that? It's a he he has his own bees. Bees? So he oh, makes cool, his own man. honey. That's super important these days. So Hive of the Rising Sun, guys, go get his fucking honey. It Where do you is, buy it? You're gonna have to go on Instagram. You have okay. to like him as a friend. It's is that a, his Instagram? Yeah, at Justin. No, it's a so it's at Hive of the Rising Sun. A, P I A R I E S. Okay. So, go follow him. Go buy his damn honey. It's fucking delicious. It will keep you safe from like allergies. Like during it's it's an Alabama based one, so it's pretty close to Georgia. Hell so yeah. kind of get the same pollen and shit. So. Definitely go check him out and shout out to Justin. He's a great guy. Uh, shout out to Joe Sanders, uh, Eric Brigge. Did you already say them? No. Nick, Tyler, Paul Lack, my fan brothers, all the other family that listens. Uh, shout out to Big Rick. Big Rick, he don't listen. Uh, Shelby, no, she don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Andrea. Nope, she don't nope. listen. Oh shit. Uh, Big Mike. Sorry, I didn't make it down to. <laughs> I didn't make it over, man. I had to go down there for like a day. Big Mike, I know you've heard some stories about some Alabama cryptids. Send some our way if you got some, man. Yeah, he'll, dude, he'll fucking, he'll, he'll, he's, he's waiting for us to record our album. So. Oh, okay. Oh, more to come with that, guys. But anyway, <laughs> so we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Merry Christmas, late and Happy New Year, Happy always. New Year, guys. So we love y'all. Keep listening. Have a good week. Bye.